0: Welcome back to Round Guy Radio. It's the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, presents this scoreboard show or high school basketball tonight, you might want to call it. We had the Round Guy Game of the Week uh, tonight with uh, Hillcrest Academy coming into the Winfield Mount Union Wolves, the Ravens uh, uh, fresh off of an overtime loss to Winfield Mount Union at home. You thought uh, uh, we thought we were in for quite the ball game, but uh, wow! Winfield Mount Union came to play tonight. Uh, Andy Krutzinger of the Southeast Iowa Union, welcome to the program. Hey, thank you. Well, you were there. I watched it on. I was watching all kinds of crazy basketball going on. Uh, but um, just tell me, uh, what do you uh, what do you think? I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was uh, you know it was uh, uh, a, certainly a different game than the first two times these teams played because it was a three point overtime game over in, uh at Hill Hillcrest. Um, but uh, uh, fifty nine to forty two uh, Winfield Mount Union tonight. I thought that the difference
0: uh,
1: in the game for sure was um, so so right off the bat there. Um, Cam Buffington scored eight points. Boom, boom, boom. He looked like he couldn't be stopped, and then he had a defensive foul. Uh, on one end, they're about midway through the first quarter, and then on the other end, I didn't see which Hillcrest player stepped in and took a a really smart charge that that uh, gave uh, Cam his second foul and put him on the bench. But from that point forward, the Wolves uh, stretched that lead. You know that it was a six-point lead at the end of the first quarter, and they turned that into a 30 to 12 lead uh, at halftime. Without and Cam Bovington did not come back into the game. Uh, the big spark plug was uh, Gabriel Hemsworth, who. Um if we we probably talked about him a good amount in the in the running sports and cross country and track, he's one of their superstars. And he came in and just not he knocked down three three pointers, but that's not all he did. He also had a couple of steals. He just added some quickness there, and uh, it kind of made uh, Hillcrest uh, adjust a little bit. Um and then another uh, big key, I thought was um, the couple of the Edwards boys. um Jake Edwards was guarding Seth hours and uh, Abram Edwards was guarding Grant Bender. And I thought they did a pretty good job of of kind of slowing those two down. Those two can can really put some points up, and um, uh, and they both you know Grant Binder really got to go in there in the second half, but in the first half that was a, a huge key. So um, yeah, big one for uh, Winfield. even uh, Abram also led the team with 18, I believe. Um, I think Grant Binder might have ended up with 16. Uh, 16. Luke uh, Schrock played really well for uh, Hillcrest early on. He had a couple of shooting stretches where he kind of got him back into it, but. Uh, Winfield just, they were getting the offensive rebounds. You know, the defense, it was all the stuff that Winfield does. You know, they're bigger and and faster than pretty much everybody else. But today they hit a lot of shots too.
0: Man, uh, for a team as good as Hillcrest is, uh, a team that took this very same team to overtime just a few weeks ago Uh to be basically dismantled. Boy, uh, I've never seen Winfield my Union look better. Uh, I've never seen Avery Edwards play better. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm about at a loss for words as to, to describe what happened tonight.
1: Yeah, well, it reminded me of, um, actually, of course, you know, I've, we've got 15 teams, so I don't get to see them all in the regular season, you know, more than a couple, two or three times. And last year, the first game I saw Winfield play, I believe, was when they hosted uh, Mediapolis, which was a big game at that point in the North Division. Uh, and that, that it, today kind of remind me of then because the last year in that game, um, the guards shot really well, and that's what happened today. Jake Edwards hit a couple of big uh, threes. Um, Carter Lloyd hit a couple, um, and then of course I said, you know, Hemsworth. The, uh, Winfield has some really good shooters for for a team that uh, is so big inside. Oh, and by the way, uh, another thing that makes them tough is Cam Buffington went out with those fouls, and not only do, could they ju- can they just dump it back into Abram Edwards, who's just as big. But now Cooper Buffington comes off the bench and it's like they didn't lose any size, you know. And so they're still way bigger down low than everybody else. So they never have a situation where they don't have the two biggest guys on the court, which is obviously a huge advantage.
0: Cooper Buffington was a was a wrecking crew out there all by himself, wasn't
1: he? Uh, yeah, he was. He, he, he was back made
0: back a big football. impact on this game, didn't he?
1: Yeah, he, he showed that in football, too, where, you know, he's, he's one of the kind of the rising stars. But just his like is his size. And his ability to get rebounds you know it was it was like you lost obviously when you lose cam cam buffington you lose a ton of scoring and athleticism and all that stuff but he really stepped in and and they didn't lose a beat on the rebounding and the and the post defense
0: yeah well it was uh you know you could see how good uh, uh hillcrest was it's not like they weren't playing top form or something i don't know uh uh, what come over, Winfield, Mount Union, maybe the rest did them a little good. But, uh, man, they come out firing on all cylinders, didn't
1: they? Yeah, and, and yeah, to your point, I thought that – so I always say that Hillcrest is one of the teams that we cover that always seems to get the smart shots, the good shots. They didn't take very many bad shots. It was just, you know, they would run plays that would get a guy to the spot he's supposed to get to. But then when he's, you know, uh when he's going up to, to hit a layup, you you have a, a giant, you know, and face. One thing that uh, Abram Edwards was really good at was uh, uh, Grant Bender on those sets. Uh, he gets to the block really, really fast. And they were getting the ball in time, but, but Abe was able to kind of recover and then get his big body in the way. And so um, Hillcrest didn't miss a few layups that were very, very contested, which was probably a big difference. And then towards the second half, they kind of, uh, Hillcrest kind of started to, to figure it out a little bit. But Winfield's one of those teams that puts a run on you, and it's it's, you know, with the crowd and with the athleticism and, and all that stuff, it's just kind of, uh, you can't dig yourself out of the kind of holes that Winfield can put you in.
0: Well, if Winfield Mount Union can mount an effort like this, put a, put a performance out like this, I mean, how dangerous are they? They look like they could just about beat anybody tonight.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, I think that the 1A schools in this area, the better ones, really can beat anybody. It's a really strong area for 1A schools. You know, in some years, in the super conference North, you know, five, six years ago, if Hillcrest had this exact team, they'd probably be the overwhelming number one team in the North. And instead, you know, they're in third place. So that kind of speaks to, to how strong the the North has gotten the last couple of years. Um, you know, it used to be, a, it used to be the Southern teams are so, so good. And the you know, North maybe had one or two, but, um, and so, uh, yeah, it was, it was a big one win for Winfield. That's huge in the conference standings because you know, I think, Hillcrest is the one, you know, non-Waco team in the North that I think, you know, that you could definitely see beating Winfield Mount Union. Now they don't have to worry about that because they don't play them anymore. So um, we'll see. I, I did mention, you know, getting sharper before they play Waco again to uh, to coach uh, Clay Edwards. And he said, you know, we got like four or five games before that. So um, they're definitely focused on the, the task at hand, but it's hard for us media folks not to look forward to uh, that next matchup when uh, Wolves play the Warriors.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I don't know when it is, but we got it circled on the calendar, and uh, I'm thinking the fire chief had better be there, the uh, fire marshal, because uh, uh, that building might reach uh, 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 dangerous levels of capacity.
1: Yeah, it might. Well, and then I would say that they're going to be playing in win- in in Wayland uh, the next time, and I I would guess that the third matchup between those two teams is going to take place somewhere like. Mount Pleasant or Burlington High School, because I think that those two might be uh, on a collision course for a really big one in the postseason, too. That's a, a long ways away, and you have, you know, you have the landmines of Hillcrest Academy, and New London can beat anybody, but, uh, but you know, just as expected this year, those two teams have been the, the class of the area, and uh, Winfield really showed it tonight. So um, it was exciting. I, I was Winfield's one of my favorite teams to watch because they're so athletic, and we did get to see a nice uh, camp buffing. We only saw one dunk today uh, Buffington uh, had one, but, uh, uh, so they were a little low on dunks for my taste for how, how Winfield plays, but they, they were over on the amount of threes. So kind of made up for it.
0: Well, uh, talk a little bit about the experience and, and, uh, uh, and how, how the, the stadium erupted when he did do that, when he hit that dunk and when he hit all those threes and when this acrobatics was going on, uh, uh, what was it like? I mean, was it, how much electricity was in that gymnasium?
1: There was well, there was a lot in the first half. It, it almost died down when they were up, you know, twenty twenty five points. Because I think people, you know, I overheard people saying that weren't even Winfield or Hillcrest fans that came to watch the game. they were like, oh, I kind of you know expected a little a closer game. But one thing that is is cool with going to Winfield like Union games is that they're probably the best team as far as the girls and the boys combined. They're probably our best school, you know. So. I mean, obviously they are because combined they've only lost one game. Um, so you have two really, really high octane teams. Um, in the girls' game, you know, Hillcrest is really young and you know don't they don't really match up to Winfield Union. So they Winfield piled the points on, but um, uh, in general, those two it was teams like are, are kind sixty of to four
0: or something like that. I mean,
1: yeah, I was like sixty-three to four. I think was the final. So man, their girl, Winfield girls are, you know, they're. they're as as untouchable as it almost gets in the north, and funny enough, you know the one team that I could see uh, pulling an upset against those guys is is Waco as well. So it's it's kind of a fun dynamic, you know. It's it's Waco Winfield and the boys right now, and Winfield Waco and the girls, and they're close enough to each other to where, um, as I like, that's the doubleheader to be at uh, when they play in Wayland uh, later on.
0: Well, uh, I was you know watching some girls games, but I had to turn that one off because I just. Uh... I just couldn't, uh, I couldn't watch a beat down like that.
1: Uh, yeah, well, uh, I'll tell you uh, what, when, if Winfield keeps winning on girls and they play whoever they play in the South, it's probably going to be Notre Dame. I think at the, the super conference shootout, that'll be high quality girls basketball once they actually get to that point. But until then, they, they've been kind of, um, running, uh, all over everybody.
0: Well, uh, the Waco girls won a, a kind of a physical game, uh, and uh, eventually, they kind of stretched that lead out, but it was a, it was a fairly good match. But the the girls' match of the night that I saw was uh, Columbus and Highland.
1: Uh, yeah, how did that turn out? By the way, the
0: Columbus girls held off uh, and uh, uh, won that. Uh, kind of started getting a little bit of a lead about the four minute mark, and then really played well. And uh, I can't remember It was a four or six point win or something like that. Uh, but, uh, really smart play down the edge, really strong play uh, oh, yeah. uh, down the line. Uh, I was hoping to get a score from uh, Hunter uh, Muller on the the Van Buren game, but I haven't uh, heard yeah, that from yeah, that yet.
1: I I bet, I bet that's probably on our Twitter at Union sports page to the start of seven, but yeah, I haven't looked at that either. And well, and uh, it's kind of disappointing because uh, the Columbus Highland games would have been our our next games to go to. We just Hunter went to. Van Buren Fairfield and I went to the Winfield Hillcrest games. And so it's kind of unfortunate that the Columbus Highland games happened tonight too, because that would have been our next. If we had three guys, uh, a third guy would have been uh, sent to that one. Do you know how the boys did between Columbus and Highland?
0: Well, uh, I'm watching it right now. There's two minutes and 19 seconds left. Uh, Columbus is winning 69 to 53.
1: Oh, really? The heck? I yeah, they, back back. Out,
0: they jumped out to a great big 19-3 to 3 or something lead oh, really? and just held on to that. Uh, Columbus yeah. has played really well, uh, really athletically, putting yeah. a lot of points up on the board. They shouldn't uh, cross the 70-point uh, mark here. Uh, yeah. There's enough time left for that. Uh, um, really, really looking, just looking outstanding tonight. Uh, yeah. uh, there's a. Well, there's a, a score for the uh, uh, Bloom Tree there, or I mean Highland.
1: Yeah, um, Highland is one of those teams. There's a few teams that they basically lost, you know, a ninety five percent of the rotation from last year, and so especially even in early January, they gotta they'll they'll have to find a spark somewhere. They remind me a lot of the. Uh, the Fairfield girls are like that. They lost almost all of their scoring from last year. And so it's basically a brand new team. And a lot of the teams that you play against are not going to be brand new teams and have a little more experience. So uh, I was wondering I wondered if Highland could keep in it with Columbus today, but looks like uh, too much Wildcats.
0: Well, I was really kind of hoping to hear uh, on the Fairfield Van Buren game because I think the Van Buren girls had only won one game, and I don't think Fairfield had any. So I was no, thinking no, no, that Fairfield, was a good uh, game. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, Fairfield's actually won one game. They beat Burlington, albeit uh, Burlington's uh, star freshman was well was and is uh, hurt for that you know for that game, so they didn't have to play against her. But there, it was uh, they both won one, and I think that they I've watched them both this year, and I think that they probably matched hey. up pretty well against each other.
0: Seventy three points for Columbus. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Wapello got a big win tonight over Lone Tree. Oh, really? Right. So. Yeah, a couple of those uh, uh, games that could have gone either way uh, really tilted hard the other way. Well, Andy, we've got—I've got, I've got uh, uh, some other big breaking news. Uh, some, uh, and there's still some some games going on. Is there anything else you want to say before we wrap the, this little uh, part of the wraparound show? Uh-
1: no, I don't think so, except everybody watch uh, Southeast Iowa Union Sports uh, Sports Talk uh, tomorrow, Wednesday at 2 o'clock.
0: <laughs> we'll have a lot to talk about. Uh, we're off to a flying start. So what I've done is I've got people uh, uh, at games and uh, uh, like like uh, Andy Krutzinger here, the Southeast Iowa Union. And uh, we've got uh, uh, some other breaking news and some other, other people are going to call in and give us some scores. But uh, this is... Uh, Again, we want to thank uh, uh, Packwood Locker and Meats of Packwood, Iowa for sponsoring the high school basketball and uh, thank you for giving us some great coverage of the Round Guy Game of the Week. Thank you. We got Andy McGuire who was in uh, Montezuma tonight for the Kyoto Eagles game uh, against the Montezuma Braves. Uh, This game is brought to you by Physical Therapy Services of uh, Kelowna, Iowa, and Aveda Salons of, of Coralville. A- Andy McGuire, uh, you got some big breaking news. Uh, tell us about this great big win for the Kyoto Eagles on the road.
2: A fantastic win for the Kyoto Eagles tonight, beating Montezuma Braves 67-62 to 62 at Montezuma. Uh, excellent team win across the board tonight. Had some um, scoring opportunities for some guys that – they usually make the score sheet, but maybe not as much as they did tonight. You know, usually Kyoto uh, basketball, you think of Sawyer Stout, you think of Cole Kindred. But tonight we had a lot of contribution from Evan Vitito. Evan looked healthy for maybe the first time all year and uh, had some scoring from Billy Kindred, a sophomore, and scoring from Aiden Anderson, who's been relatively quiet on the scoring front until tonight, hit a couple of big threes um, in the first half to, to give the edge to Kyoto in the first half. And then down the stretch, Evan Vidato with some clutch rebounds in the final minutes to keep uh, Montezuma from from taking a lead or maybe even tying it up. So like I said, excellent team win tonight for for some guys that you know usually aren't the leaders in the scoring column. Um, but but an excellent big time win for Kyoto.
0: Yeah, this is gonna do a lot for their confidence. Uh um, with and they are starting to pile up some wins against some pretty pretty great teams. Uh Uh, what do you think was the key to the victory tonight?
2: Oh, like I said last night, you know, on our our scoreboard show, I think if Evan Veneto gets involved in the game and uh, takes control of the the post, the Kyoto has the the shot at it, and I think that's exactly what he did tonight. He uh, put a lot off of glass, had some nice moves down low, um, had some really clutch uh, rebounds, like I say, down the line. I think he had two in the final minute or so to keep Montezuma from being able to come back down the court and knock down threes like they were doing most of the game. So having Evan Vinito out there healthy was a huge boost uh, for the Eagles. Having Dalton Dodd come off the bench was great to see him back from that finger injury. Um having Billy Kinder knock down some really critical threes down the line, I think was uh maybe even the difference in the game. Uh and then like I mentioned, uh, Aiden Anderson had a really nice game today too. So I can't uh overemphasize, you know, the team win to be able to carry these Eagles past Montezuma.
0: Well, you uh text me to score at halftime and uh well I can't remember we did have a little lead, maybe four points or something like that. Uh was there some was there some point in the game where Montezuma was uh, 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 had some momentum and and maybe was going to try to take control of the game?
2: Yeah, I thought right after the halftime, uh, Monty came out and actually erased that four point deficit. I think they might have went up by two or three at one point in time. Um, I think that they kind of settled into their zone defense against the Eagles and really slowed the offense down uh, for a period in the third quarter. Uh, but Keona figured it out and got the ball distributed where it needed to go, and then picked things back up. Um, you know, the freshman Brady Bolton for uh, Montezuma uh, played a heck of a ball game. I think you know he uh, was really impacting the game much more than I thought he was going to. I know he's the leading scorer, but I can't you know say to, say enough about him uh, how effective he was. He was knocking down threes all over the place, and actually. For a time in the fourth quarter, I think, had the, the Braves within about three at Kyoto. And uh, Montezuma had their chances. Uh, Mason Shear wasn't able to knock down the shots. I think Gavin Strong maybe hurt a leg. He, he left the game for a period um, and wasn't able to knock down his shots either. So, you know, credit goes to the Kyoto Eagles defense. Um, Keeping those guys from from getting on the score sheet, but you know, again, uh, I think it was uh, a team victory, team defense, and shut down a really good uh, Montezuma team there.
0: Yeah, Montezuma was flying high coming in. But I think they only had two losses all season long. Uh, so are we nine and two now? Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, we would be nine and two now. Eight and two coming into the night, nine and two, and I think Montezuma falls to six and three. The other two losses were to Lindville Sully, which we both know is a high quality program. And uh, I think the last I heard was they did beat Sigurney. I didn't see what the score was, but I was told that they uh Sully beat Sigurney by 35.
1: Well, that,
0: so, that uh, does not surprise me, although I did see a score on that girls' game, and it was uh Lindville Sully Hawks 29, Sigurney Savages 28. So uh oh, wow. The girls almost came out of there with a victory. Uh, well, uh, uh, who do you got for the or the player of the game?
2: I'd uh, definitely go with Evan Vinito tonight. Again, you know, he came in healthy for the first time. I think he was absolutely the difference in the first half. Um, putting up quite a few points there, getting some critical rebounds, playing good defense. I would give it to Evan. And then down the stretch, those two rebounds at the end of the game to keep the ball out of Monty's hands, no doubt tonight goes to Evan Vitale. Well,
0: who is the Beyond Beautiful Benches player of the game? You know, the rotation
2: tonight wasn't as deep as it has been in the past for Keough. I think there were only three players that came off the bench, Uh, Dalton Dodd, Aiden McGuire, and Chase Haefeli all contributed there um you know i'd say it might be a toss-up between uh, dalton dodd and Aiden mcguire um i'll probably give it to aiden tonight i know he scored he, he affected the game and some with some rebounds uh almost had a steal down the lane um but i also want to give credit to dalton dodd because uh we need to have dalton down the stretch his length his athleticism that's gonna that's gonna bode well for the eagles and we can keep keep dalton happy uh, healthy but, uh, yeah, I'll be a homer, and I'll go with Aiden McGuire.
0: Well, uh, tell me about the last two minutes. What was uh, w- what did Kyoto do to keep that lead and come out in the winner's column in the last two to four minutes of that game?
2: I think they did a really nice job of, uh, you know, controlling the possession, you know, looking for their shot. They didn't rush things. I think they made some uh, some veteran decisions, you know, that maybe last year they wouldn't have made. Maybe they would have tried to rush the possession a little bit, give Monty a chance to get back, um, you know, getting those rebounds. And getting it kicked out to where it needed to go into the hands of the shooter. Sawyer Stout made a couple of clutch free throws at the end of the game, where maybe you know thirty seconds or forty seconds ahead of that, you know somebody else maybe missed a couple. So I think at the end, just taking care of that basketball and uh, keeping it out of Monty's hands is really what what made the difference towards the end of that game um Brady Bolton hit a big three I think to get it to within three uh there in the final you know minutes and uh was able to get the rebounds and keep it in their hands
0: was there anything else you want to talk about that game before we move on to something else no I think that's that pretty much covers it well you, you covered it great uh we'll go over a couple other scores that I do have uh we've got uh the Wapolo Indians uh 63 lone tree, uh, 42. Uh, I guess that's a game that, that, uh, both teams would have liked to add, but, uh, uh, Wapolo gets at least their third win. Uh, um, uh, seems like they, they're racking up the wins here lately. Uh, uh, you got any thoughts on that game?
2: Really surprised to see the score and that spread. I really thought it would be a closer ball game than that. Um, if I remember, I think both, both schools had a relatively similar record, uh, I've seen Lone Tree play, um, and, uh, you know, we've talked about that last night on the on the scoreboard show, too. Um, I, I really can't comment on what Wapolo brings, um, but, uh, yeah, just surprised to see that the spread was, was what it was.
0: There was even like a lot of that. Uh, I don't quite, can't quite remember the exact final score, but uh, um, Columbus Community Schools, the Wildcats, uh, really put it to uh with uh highland uh and uh i think they scored 78 it was 78 to 55 59 but it was a yeah it was a 78 to in the 50s score uh columbus looked great uh got out to a quick oh 17 to 3 lead or something like that i really never backed off the pedal uh um I think that's just their second win, but uh, boy, they get the right, you know, they get an opponent that's on their level and they seem to really uh, uh, have come out this second half uh, on fire.
2: Yeah, there must not have been much defense that game. I know uh, Highland struggles to get up and down the court, you know, on the offensive side of things, Um, but it's fun to watch that game. I think, like you say, two relatively um, evenly matched maybe uh, from an athleticism standpoint teams um but again you know 20 point spread with with two teams with records that they have is is surprising to me um but you know maybe to both schools that are going through some growth periods here
0: well I, i feel like you know a school like columbus whether uh highlands up or down or whatever they are they're they're on the schedule and they put a win on the board and i think uh um i think that that'll bode well for them for the rest of the season and uh it's been a struggle for Columbus, so every win they get is uh, valuable. And uh, they they looked awful good. Well, I guess uh, – and uh, Sior did come, come at least with a score from uh, the Sigourney Savages. I got some girls' scores I'll report here. Uh, the Columbus Wildcat girls come out with a real hard-fought 52-48 uh, to 48 win. Uh, I got to watch some of that. That was a pretty exciting game. Uh, the Waco Wires kind of ground out a, a, a win against uh, – uh, Louisa Muscatine, although it just, you know, it just seemed kind of like, uh, a, uh, a, a eight to nine game. And then, a, you know, a, a 17 to to 12 game. And then, uh, a, a, a 21 to 14 game. And it just, it didn't seem like it got as, as far, uh, out like that till the fourth quarter It was a little bit closer game, but, uh, wake of warrior girls, get things done. And, uh, I guess the only other real score I've got is the um, the uh, uh, Waco Warriors boys. I mean, they did what everybody thought they'd do it was like sixty six thirty three or somewhere in that range. Just uh, rock them, sock them, robots. Just like just like they do everybody, you know. I mean, and they could they could have scored eighty points if they wanted to tonight, you know. I mean, it was. Uh, Hunter Jones is just amazing tonight. Uh another great night from Lichty, Uh just hands hands down all around. I mean, I was flipping around I, uh, uh to a lot of games and keeping up with them. But I guess that's all we got for the scoreboard show tonight. Uh, unless you could come up with some other scores.
2: Dave, what did you say the Winfield Mount Union score ended up being?
0: Oh, let me look at that. Uh Oh, well, they don't have a final here. Uh, I did. Oh, I got it. 59 to 42, 59 to 42. And, uh, Winfield Mount Union looks so good tonight. It was, uh, you know, and, and against a team like Hillcrest Academy Ravens that are a solid, solid team, Uh, a team that took the Winfield Mount Union, uh, Wolves to overtime the first time they played this year, uh. But they weren't having it tonight. I don't even think that, that score makes it look like it was closer than it was. You know, I mean, uh, and Cam Buffington, you know, who who had a great first quarter and, and got a dunk and got into foul trouble and wound up sitting down, I don't know that because of the score and stuff they ever really got back in the game, you know. But uh, Cooper Buffington came in and just – look great abram edwards had about as good a game as you're ever gonna have that one kid hit three or four or five threes and just a bunch of great plays and steals it was ridiculous but uh we already told the listeners about that but i'm sure you wanted to hear but uh i uh as far as scores and report, that's all we got for tonight are you still there any
2: yeah, yep. No, nope, I'm just listening, Dave. Sounds like a lot of really good basketball in southeast Iowa as expected. Um, glad to hear that uh, Waco came out on top. Winfield Mountain Union came out on top. Um, Eagles came out on top against Monty. Um, was personally hoping that Sigourney maybe was able to top Linville Sully, but that wasn't meant to be. So, you know, a good, oh, well, uh, good night can... of basketball all the way around. I don't know. Uh, boy,
0: yeah. Uh, That's uh, uh, just. Well, uh, just some more girls' scores came in, but it doesn't seem like anything that we need to talk about. Well, uh, thank you for being with us, Andy, and uh, uh, another great night of basketball, huh? Yeah,
2: it was, absolutely. Fun night in uh, southeast Iowa.
0: All right. This has been the Scoreboard Show.